Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag college football. Conference commissioners have no plan. They basically kind of think, well, if somebody gets sick, we're going to quarantine them here, here, here. Okay, what happens if the night before Alabama versus Georgia? And all of a sudden, the night before, they find out that three Alabama players test positive for COVID-19. What do you do? You have to kind of shut down the whole team. That's Pete Futak from College Football News talking about COVID-19 concerns. And to what he just said, I would say definitely maybe. That's a de- He's just saying they don't have a plan. Then he says if three guys test positive, you got to shut the whole thing down. I'm not convinced they will. I think at three, you know, at 33, yeah, they probably shut the whole team down. At three, I think they probably quarantine them and go on. What's the magic number? I don't know because I believe the first part of what he said, which is they don't really have a plan, they don't know. You know, what we knew three months ago and what we're willing to do three months ago versus what we know now and what we're willing to do now, it's clearly changing. Uh, We'll get to the NBA in a second, but Rudy Gobert tested positive and they shut the league down. And in Orlando, if someone tests positive, they're going to be quarantined, but the league is going to go on. Now, at 101 tests or 201 tests, maybe they would shut the whole thing down. Maybe at 51 they would. I don't know. I think what he said first, there's no solid plan that they're married to right now. Things can change over time, and they can change quickly. All right. You buy any of that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Man. Yeah, I don't know. What, I agree with you, which is a bench. You took a long way to say so, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's where I started. Then I circled around, ended up back on I don't know. Nor do I think anyone really does. Uh, all right, so uh, other college football news. The vast majority of college athletic directors who responded to a poll – so, I don't know how scientific that is, but they responded to a poll about, is the NCAA capable of policing a potential future market for college athletes making money from endorsement deals? Roughly 85% of the ADs who responded said no. It was conducted by Lead One, which is an association, a professional association of athletic directors. 85% said they are not competent at all. I would agree with that. I don't think it's going to be policed. Certainly, it's not going to be policed effectively. I think it'll be... It'll be free market capitalism. It'll be the wild, wild west, and you can get what you can get. I, I didn't know anyone was considering that it would work another way. I certainly hadn't. I think it's going to be the wild, wild southeast, actually, rather than <laughs> the west. I see what you're doing there. You're but, right. Uh, uh, I don't know that the NCAA is a policing organization to begin with, so why would they get involved in this? Yeah, you're right. I mean, their ability to uh, investigate has uh, been limited dramatically over time. Uh, you've... You've talked to people in the industry who say that the best strategy is just tell them nothing. Stonewall them. Nope. That's it. No explanations, no nothing. Just Well, lie. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what's going on. Sure. Don't admit anything unless it's absolutely you are caught red-handed in some form of video or audio. And as long as you, if you can, you can get real close to it, but as long as you say... Hey, pay you don't say pay Andre Ayton a hundred thousand dollars, and we or we gave on DeAndre Ayton a hundred thousand dollars. You're going to be okay. You're going to continue to coach. I'm not naming names. I'm just using that as an example. 
Florida State coach Mike Norville held a meeting with the team after being criticized by star lineman Marvin Wilson on social media. Wilson released a video after the meeting and thanked Norville for encouraging me to use my platform and speak for what me and my teammates believe in. So Norville said he'd reached out and had a bunch of one-on-one conversations all up and down the roster, and then Wilson said that wasn't true. So it's a rocky start for a new coach who just came in from Memphis. This is his first offseason, and you think he overcomes this PK, or is this the kind of thing that hurts you with the current team and is going to hurt you in recruiting with the future team, and Florida State has already been up and down and not what Florida State was 15 or 20 years ago. I think if he starts 5-0, and no one's really going to remember it because it's all about winning, and the job is what it is no matter what happened here. If he can get good players and they can offer them whatever they offer them to come to their school. So the short answer is uh, it, what matters is winning and losing. This other stuff, it, it's, it's big time in the moment, but if you win, you're great. If you're not, they run you out anyway. Notre Dame football players will begin moving into an on-campus hotel on Monday where they will live all summer. They'll be quarantined upon arrival for a week. They're going to get COVID-19 tests, start voluntary workouts June 22nd. They uh, stay in that hotel, get their meals there. They'll move into the uh, on-campus residences for the fall semester. So the transition begins. Good. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now, but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution, and I am your ally. That's Drew Brees' apology on social media right there. The Saints quarterback, you think the same thing happens with winning? His teammates knew him and liked him before this, and although they hated this moment, if the team comes back and starts winning, it won't be that big a deal. Or it breaks up what's been a pretty successful team right near the end of his run, the end of his career. Because he doesn't want to disrespect the flag, so that's going to break up the team? Well, I don't think it's that simple, but uh, because of his comments about that yesterday, and, I mean, his teammates were clearly hurt. People around the NFL were clearly hurt. Or he's got a good enough bond with the Saints teammates. They overcome this, and they're really talented. And I mean, I don't know what his bond with the teammates are. It depends on who you are. Uh, I think the, the lesson here is, depending on who you are, you better be really careful what you say these days. And he offered an apology. Now it's up to those individuals who were offended. If they feel like the apology is sincere, then they should take it. I tend to, When people apologize, I tend to look into their eyes and see how sincere is it. It seems sincere to me, but what do I know, man? I, I've got this privilege here. So uh, you'd have to ask those individuals. I would think that if someone apologizes and tries to make things better, you would, I would be prone to forgive them. But I can't speak for those folks because I wasn't as offended as they were. And so it's up to, up to them. I, I do think that you have more leeway the better player you are. I and mean, we've seen that a million times over. People of all races 
They're, that That's called talent privilege. And we've seen talent privilege. <laughs> if you have talent privilege, then you're able to get away with stuff that is not necessarily acceptable for some people. So he certainly has talent. But if you take his uh, apology and accept it, you're good to go. If not, then you got an issue. How about you? I think that's probably what you said is probably pretty spot on right there. There definitely is. When you're talented, you're more likely to get a second chance or more likely to get a third chance. Uh, you know, I guess it, I think, you know, from a distance, we have some impression of how good his relationship is with his teammates. And it goes back to what you've said, you know, people make mistakes, but you, and, and other people too, but speaking for yourself, you've often said, hey, when somebody makes a mistake, step back and look at the arc of their career and their life, and who are they really and what's in their heart. And so I think because we've seen him make donations after Katrina, we've seen him make donations because of COVID, and we've seen the way teammates react to him on the field or talk about him in a post-game interview or whatever, I think he's got the uh, you know foundation that the apology is more likely to be accepted and the apology is uh, more likely to be heartfelt and the actions that he says will follow these words are more likely to happen. But I'm not there, so I can't guarantee it. Okay. Bill's rookie quarterback, Jake Fromm, apologized Thursday after screenshots emerged of a text conversation in which he said only elite white people, that's the quote, the three words, elite white people should be able to purchase guns conversation which took place in 2019 was posted to Twitter early Thursday morning involving Fromm and a friend discussing guns. Well, good, man. I'm offended because I'm not an elite white person. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Let's come as close to normal as we can. And as close to normal as we can is top eight in the West, top eight in the East, playing four rounds of seven games. So then that's what we intend to do, and our goal is to crown a champion. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, the vote's been taken 29 to 1. The Blazers voted against it. Apparently, they wanted something that was a little more creative, a little more cutting edge in the playoff format. They also may not have liked the whole lottery decision. Because if they don't make the playoffs, they're going to end up with a pick right at the end of the lottery. So as they voted no, everybody else was on board, even some teams that weren't thrilled with the decision. So away we go. July 31 in Orlando, Florida, as reported. 13 Western teams, 9 Eastern. Not a, not a lot of big surprises there. Although we know about the play-in tournament now. If you're ninth place and you're within four games, you'll play the eighth place team. you got to beat them twice. If you lose once, you're out. To knock the eighth seed out, the nine would have to win twice. It wouldn't be a two of three. It would be a two of two, I guess. And teams are training in Orlando starting July 9 to 11, and I was wondering why they have to wait that long. I thought they'd go a little sooner, but apparently there's a lot of players overseas who are going to have to fly back and be quarantined for two weeks, so everything is going to uh, wait for that. So, Oh, for sure, yeah. Obviously, the b- basketball, and particularly the NBA, has really grown internationally. I don't know what the total numbers are, but as I've said many times, for years, the foreign player was like a specialist. Uh, I don't know, he was a, a soft uh, perimeter shooter. Well, that's long since gone out the window. The, the foreign player is a player, and he's got a lot of different skills that he brings to the table. And he's, uh, whatever he might be, he might be uh, known as a defender, 
in like an Aaron Baines type role, or you could be a star. I mean, we've seen and anywhere in between, really. Right. So, yeah, I would think they're all over the world, basically. So that makes sense. And that, that, to me, that's been one of the things that I've really enjoyed is to see the foreign player not just be the specialist, not be an oddity. He's a player. We see it in baseball with the, with the Japanese players. They're not an oddity. They're players, and they, they can come over and, and have a whole lot of success, and I think it's good for the sport. The same thing here with the NBA, so that makes sense that they would need some time. But uh, what you just had there from Adam Silver, basically had it in a nutshell. It seems like it's full speed ahead in a different realm, obviously. It's full, it's full speed ahead under this new norm that we're going to have for this season, but they laid it out. And now we know what they're going to do. And when we get there in a month and a half or so, I'm excited for it. I will be excited for it. Regular season's going to run 16 days. They're going to play five or six games a day. Uh, every team is expected to play one back-to-back. And you know, the back-to-backs aren't great, but there won't be any travel involved in them, so that'll be a big plus. Uh, also, and you wondered about this yesterday, PK, and I think we both guessed it would work like this, but we didn't know. But now the NBA, uh, the reporting is that they are expected to be aggressive in moving up the dates to start playoff series if the previous round series come to an end. And the NBA Finals format is expected to include games every other day. Typically, they play three games a week, so at some point you'd have a couple days off. But they really don't want this thing dragging on. It's scheduled right now, an October 12 season-ending window, but they might be able to move that up a little bit based on how long some of these playoff series go. Yeah, I think that's all great news. Now, as far as the following season, with an October 12 Game 7 right now, uh, they're looking at a draft on October 15, free agency October 18, training camps could be November 10th, they still might, there might be a little flexibility, a little wiggle room on those dates, but it's going to have to be a compressed offseason. And Locke is going to be ballpark. You know, people say it's got to start on Christmas Day. He's like, well, it's probably not going to start on Christmas Day. It's probably going to start. He said he, the 18th last time. He had week. said the 18th last time he was on. There'd been talk it could be as early as December 1st, just get past Thanksgiving weekend, and, and then it'll be go time. And it also looks like they might be trying to get the season to end in July, not August as they adjust the schedule. Uh, they don't want NBA free agency overshadowed by football and the draft. They get a lot of mileage out of those things. So those might end up being August events. So calendar could be moving back eh, a month to six weeks might be what they're targeting here as opposed to moving the calendar back, you know, two to two and a half months. But it's flexible and we'll have to see how it works out. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. So Major League Baseball players will not take another pay cut. They've resoundingly rejected the league's plan to begin the season, according to a statement Thursday from Union Executive Director Tony Clark. So now, after their March deal, the players think that was it uh, on a a prorated basis. But with no fans in the stands, the owners think they're going to be losing even more money. So is this more brinksmanship or is this the end of the negotiations and we're all done? Uh, you know, the league has a plan to play 50 games because they're, if they're losing money on games, they won't lose as many, and they'll still get to have the playoffs, which they get a lot of TV money for the playoffs. So have enough of a regular season to justify the playoffs and then put the postseason out there. Whether the players are going to buy into that and this is going to happen, I, I would still think it should, but maybe I'm just up in the night and underestimating 
uh, how far apart they are and how little they trust and like each other. And, and how much maybe each side thinks they can win by not playing, which to me is the part that seems crazy. I don't think they're going to win by not playing. They may lose less than the other side, but I don't see how they're going to win. Well, I'm going to go Yogi here in that it's not over till it's over and yeah. you can posture all you want. But until it's literally over, I'm going to have the uh, mindset that they have the opportunity to get something worked out. Whether they do or not, I don't know. But, you know, what you say on June 5th, is that what we have here today? Yep. That doesn't necessarily mean that's reality in June 6th, June 7th, whatever. You know, who knows how long it can go. But, yeah, for now, I get it. They say they're not going to take another pay cut. That doesn't mean they're not. Uh, because we've seen that negotiations, how that goes back and forth. Negotiations and a lot of things tend to get ugly and dirty and are not fun, and then eventually you reach an agreement. But I'm not saying that they will, but I think they can. All right, DJ and PK, there you go. That is what is trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, David Locke's going to join us. Radio voice of the Jazz at 8 o'clock. Riley Jensen, our college football insider at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Stay with us.